0: Hello and welcome to the Money and Miracles podcast with me, Emily King. We call ourselves Rich Woman over here because we are all about living the rich woman life inside and out. We take the taboo out of talking money and we say yes to our desires. And each week I'll be bringing you a dose of money mindset and relatable life stories so you can go out into the world and live your best freaking life. Let's do this, Rich Rich Woman hey hey welcome back to the canadians in the house happy thanksgiving weekend hope you're enjoying the long weekend i just stepped off the plane i was away for what was it four days with three of my best girlfriends in montreal for a girls weekend yesterday i had a spa day Mm -mm -mm. listen if you have never treated yourself to a spa day Put that on the bucket list. I went to the spots called Boda Boda in Montreal. And holy cow, what a freaking day I had. Anywho, that's not why we're here today. We're here today because this podcast is a very important one and one that hopefully is going to help you a lot when it comes to your savings goals. I have needed to explore this myself at different levels right actually and i just thought of something i'm gonna add to this podcast is talking about the story of my first 100k so i'll mark that down we'll get to that in just a minute but there's there's a level for everyone whether your level is to have no debts that means like you know getting your bank account at net zero Whether it's to have $10,000 in your savings account or $1 million, I don't know. You know, there's a wide range of level of goals for people listening. But no matter what your financial set point is or savings goal is, what I'm about to share with you can help you at any level. So save this podcast, note this one down, and come back to it when you feel like you're ready for that next up level in your savings account. Okay? So... This episode is why, about why we self-sabotage our savings, right? You may have experienced that. Or maybe you're not self-sabotaging your savings. Maybe it's more so you can't seem to hit that next financial level for yourself, if you will. Like If you run a business, for example, maybe you seem to be making like dollars $40,000 a year like in sales. But you're like, why, why can't I do sixty, right? Why haven't I hit that point yet? And there's a lot of energetics that go behind it. Yes, there's a practical, like what are you doing to market yourself and say, sale, um, sell online, all the goodness, but there's a lot of mindset energetics that go behind it. So that's what we're talking about today. So I want to kick off by sharing with you this quote that I heard the other day from my favorite EFT expert, Brad Yates. He said, self-sabotage is misguided self love oh when he said that the other day i was like hot damn brad yates that is good self-sabotage is simply misguided self-love so this is going to be the quote that is like the thread or the string that is the underlying theme of today's podcast because this is why we self-sabotage our savings and you might be sitting there going emily trust me honey Self-sabotaging my savings account has nothing to do with self-love. In fact, it feels like the opposite. <laughs> it feels like self-hate. Well, let me explain. Let me do a little exercise with you before I explain, because I feel like that'll be more beneficial for you. What I want you to do is I want you to close your eyes for a moment. And actually, actually before you do that, I want you to think of your savings goal. So bring that number to mind. And it's okay if you don't know the exact number. Just intuitively give yourself whatever that hunch comes to you. Go with it, okay? There's no right or wrong. Just go with it. Okay, so pick that number. Good. You got it? What I want you to do is I want you to close your eyes and I want you to ask yourself, how much do I believe on a scale from 1 to 10 that I can achieve that savings goal? 10 being absolute certainty I'm doing it. One being like, not a chance in hell, is that happening for me? So I want you to rate yourself on that scale from one to 10. Okay, good. So if you were a five and below, actually maybe even a six and below, keep listening because this is going to help you. And if you were a seven and above, maybe keep listening because this might help you in the future. I want you to feel into that. Let that kind of sit in your body for a moment. Of okay let's just say you were a three i only believe in a a three that i can achieve that savings goal for myself well now i want you to ask yourself and just close your close your eyes for a moment and feel into what are you afraid will happen if you get it if you get that savings goal what are you afraid will happen And what are you protecting yourself from? Hmm. Okay. Open your eyes. So let's talk through this because I've done this for many, many years with a lot of clients and some sticky stuff comes up. So let me share with you some of the things that I've helped clients get through over the years. So you might not be hitting your savings goal because you're afraid that you'll waste it. Or what if I invest in the wrong thing? You feel this pressure. Okay, let's just say your savings goal was to have $20,000 in your bank account. Magically, magic wand, wave my magic magic wand, you get it tomorrow. You have $20,000 sitting in your bank account. Do you feel at ease or do you actually feel stressed? It reminds me of, okay, This is years ago, back in the high school days when I used to babysit for this family. And they had a really fancy car. And I was used to driving a Honda Civic. And the mom of this family gave me the keys to the car. She said, if you need to pick up anything, you know, take the car, whatever. And I took the car to pick up some stuff. But holy shit, was I ever scared that I was going to dent it or get in an accident or hit something or, you know, so it was not a calming, fun experience driving that car because I wasn't in alignment with that car. I wasn't okay with it. I was so scared I was going to ruin her car that I would have rather not driven it than had it at all. So I would have been much happier driving my Civic around than driving around her fancy SUV around town. So you get it? Do you see how it's like, I, mean, I know it's a car example, but do you see how when we're not used to a certain level, we are very uncomfortable because we think we're going to screw it up in some way, shape, or form. So another example, I had a client years ago who actually used to hide money under her mattress She refused to bring it to the bank because she didn't trust anyone. She was afraid someone's going to steal it from me. You can't trust anyone. Like, you got to take care of yourself. So even when she had money, she didn't allow herself to really fully enjoy the money that she had because she was living in fear around it, right? So it'd be like me having that fancy car and the keys to the car and just letting it sit in the driveway, and it wouldn't even really matter if I had the fancy car because if I'm not driving it, I might as well get back down to my Civic, you know? And I say that in regards to like your money. If you have the $20,000 sitting in your bank account, you know, it, it might as well not be there because you're uncomfortable with it. So you just get right back on down to where you're comfortable, right? Where it feels good, where you don't have stress in your body anymore, where you're not worried. So do you see how this theme of Self-sabotage is actually misguided self-love comes into play, right? You're not actually self-sabotaging your, your savings. You're actually just letting self-love guide you to where you feel best. Maybe what else came up for you was, I don't deserve it. Like if I had $20,000 in the bank account, I don't deserve that. What did I do to de- deserve that? Or sometimes there's family dynamics of, well, my parents struggled so it feels uncomfortable having the savings because they still are struggling with money. And who am I to, to have savings and feel good about money when my parents who raised me and who gave me so much and sacrificed so much for me are struggling? If they're struggling, I got to struggle. Right? So this is a bit of a layered topic. It's not as, and that's why it's not as easy as, oh, just spend less than you make. And away you go. You know, for some people, that can work. For some people, like, sure. Spending less than you make does the trick. And they have more savings and more savings. and it keeps growing and growing and growing. But for others sitting out there, like perhaps yourself, who have had trouble hitting different savings goals for themselves, this is what might be taking place. Okay, so what do you do about it? Number one, I'm so freaking excited because... My Money in Miracles Oracle Cards that I've been working on for the entire year are almost here. They are shipped. They're due to arrive like probably tomorrow. I got to check the tracking on them. So stay tuned. The Money in Miracles Oracle, Oracle Cards deck is really going to help you because it gives you supportive messages around you and money and you and collaboration with the universe and you feeling supported. So stay tuned. There's only a limited quantity available. So stay tuned. I'll, I'll be sharing about that in the coming weeks. In the meantime, what I'd love for you to start to do is, A, bring awareness to what your fear is and start to call bullshit on it because that's the first step to changing anything. You If, if, if you want to change something, you need to be aware of what is stopping you from doing so. And until you bring that awareness, you're going to keep hitting wall after wall after wall. So... Hopefully we have A, the awareness done. B, is calling bullshit on it next in the sense of going, well, why is it safe for me to have that money? And C, bringing in some affirmations. And this is where the Money in Miracles Oracle card deck is going to come into play, where it's going to give you supportive statements and guidance to help you change your identity with money and help you change how you feel about money And therefore, hopefully, make more money. So I'll give you some help here today. Some statements might be like, there is no getting it wrong or screwing it up because I trust myself, right? I deserve to have savings. It's safe for me to have savings. It's safe for me to have money. It's safe for me to have more, even when others are struggling, which, ooh. I know, like when I say that, even when that came out of my mouth, it's like, ooh, some of you out there are going to be like, no, it's not safe for me to have more when others are struggling. That's not fair. It should, should be equal for everyone. And yeah, I agree, in an ideal world, it would be awesome if we all had a fair share of money and success and love and, you know, all the greatness. But unfortunately, that's not the world we live in. So you suffering doesn't benefit anyone. But you thriving, you being supported, you feeling good is going to help someone. So even if there's someone out there suffering or in a hard time, uh, a good friend or a family member or what, whatever, who might be struggling with money or maybe it's not even money, maybe they're going through a divorce or maybe they're going through a health challenge and you feel like, I can't have it good, that's not fair. It is fair and they would want you to thrive. And even if they wouldn't want you to thrive, do it because the more you thrive, the more you allow yourself to receive, the better it is for everyone. Because I tell you, the, the more you allow yourself to receive, you're going to feel better. You're going to be a demonstration to others of what's possible. You're going to be able to be in a much more relaxed state because you don't feel stressed and like you're trying to make ends meet, et cetera, et cetera. So you get to be a better per- version of yourself when you realize, I deserve to have a good freaking life, right? I deserve this. So there's a lot of inner work here to do. And so maybe after this podcast, if you have a chance today to start to journal on this and reflect on this. And this isn't a, a one and done type thing. This isn't, oh, you've done this work. This is an exploratory thing. And that's why I said earlier, like, I returned to this. And actually, I know I promised um, at the beginning of this episode to talk about the $100,000 experience in my life. When I had the, my first $100,000 sitting in my bank account, I actually freaked out because I was afraid I was going to screw it up because I thought I was going to spend it all and then I was going to be so pissed at myself because I was like, look, Emily, you hit this goal and now you've just ruined it. You just ruined it. Like, you got yourself right, right back at zero. You Like, it was all for nothing, right? I had all this fear come up. So it was so interesting. You would think that Having $100,000 in savings in your bank account would be a blissful, extraordinary, happy, grateful moment. And while it was all those things, it also, at the time, was outweighed by fear. So I had to do this inner work to allow myself to feel safe with what felt like, you know, a lot of money. And the work is, is never done, which is beautiful. You know, in, in, in my, my business now, the next level is a million and a million in a year, you know? Um, and I'm doing the inner work to work on that of like, okay, what's the fear behind it? And for some reason, and it's, it's funny how all this is unconscious because consciously I'm not afraid of trolls or, people bad-mouthing me or whatever, but when I did this inner work to explore, like, what's what am I protecting myself? The very first thing that came to my mind was trolls. People being like, who does she think she is? My God, she's not even that good at what she does. Or, ugh, like, you know, just like all these naysayers and trolls, which, like, like I said a second ago, like, consciously, I don't give a shit about that. But clearly, unconsciously, there was something going on because it was the first thing that came to my mind when I did that inner work of trolls. So now I'm doing the work of, okay, why is it safe for me to have this growth even with trolls? Because I'm going to have them. Everyone's going to have them. No matter what stage of life you are at, you're going to have bullies. You're going to have naysayers. You're going to have people that say that you can't. So what am I going to do with it? How am I going to let it support me versus bring fear and stuckness into my life? Okay, that's it for now. I know that was a lot to kind of digest and take in. But, um, we're here, we're here on this money miracles podcast together. So I'm here to support you. I got you. Okay. So like I said, keep an eye out for the money miracles release when they arrive in my doorstep and I get, you know, a nice link ready for you to purchase. Like I said, they're going to be limited quantity. Uh, I did a presale of them. So there's only going to be probably about 35 decks left, um, which will probably go pretty quickly. Uh, so stay tuned anyways, thank you for being here. It's been a blast as always. And we have an upcoming series called Heal Your Debt. It's going to be a four part series on the podcast. So stay tuned. It's going to be coming probably next week is when it's going to be scheduled for. So that's going to support you a lot with this type of stuff. So thank you for being here once again to the Canadians. Happy Thanksgiving weekend. Happy long weekend. Love you so much. Bye for now.